Recently, I found myself on a ladder painting. And if you've ever tackled a home improvement painting project, you know it provides a lot of time to listen to music, podcasts, or think. And up on that ladder, I was doing some thinking, specifically thinking about ladders and how many ladders I've climbed in my life, both tangible ladders and metaphorical ladders. How much experience do you have with ladders? I'm guessing you have a depth of experience, at least with metaphorical ladders. Today, I want to explore those metaphorical ladders and challenge you and me to climb a different type of ladder. Welcome to Limitless Thoughts, a podcast series from Limitless Life Counseling, where we explore questions, thoughts, ideas, and emotions. If you've missed our other podcasts, you can check them out wherever you find your favorite podcasts. I would love you to become a follower and share these with others because together we can bring more light to the world. Growing up, I played a lot of board games. All the classics like Monopoly, Candyland, Clue, Scategories, Scrabble. But the board game I never played was Chutes and Ladders. I know, a neglected childhood. But since becoming an adult, I have corrected this oversight and can now say I've played Chutes and Ladders. Have you ever played Chutes and Ladders? If you have, but have forgotten how to play the game exactly, or have never played, let me give you a quick overview. Players try to be the first to navigate the game board by landing on board spaces with a ladder which advances them up the board, and in trying to win the game, avoiding spaces with chutes which move them backward on the board. Did you know chutes and ladders used to be called snakes and ladders? and was actually based on an ancient Indian game that taught players morality, ladders being representative of positive choices and snakes being representative of negative choices. I could easily take this idea of ladders being positive and snakes being negative and use that metaphor for today's podcast. But I want to put a different spin or perspective on using this game as a metaphor. I want to use chutes and ladders to explore how we use ladders to elevate ourselves both positively and negatively in the game of life. Before we dive into the metaphor of ladders, what is the purpose of tangible ladders? Like the ladders you use to paint, change a light bulb, change the battery of the annoying, shrieking smoke detector? We use ladders to elevate ourselves, to reach something that is taller or higher than we can access. Side note, we also use ladders to climb down into holes, crawl spaces, sewers, but this seems to be less common for most of us. So tangible ladders generally elevate us. And this concept of elevating ourselves and climbing higher is a cultural metaphor we already use to represent career achievement. Have you ever heard the phrase, climbing the corporate ladder? 
Climbing the corporate ladder usually refers to someone getting promoted to a position that is perceived as higher in rank, or gaining a title, better pay, better benefits. If you think about a tangible ladder, they are built only wide enough to accommodate one person. If it's a tall ladder, you might be able to have one person stand at the bottom and one person stand at the top of the ladder. But there isn't enough space for two people to stand side by side on a ladder rung. One person is always higher on a ladder. And on our metaphorical ladders, don't we climb them to feel that we are higher than someone else? What if we extend this metaphor to other aspects of life beyond career? What about the material status ladder? Have you ever climbed the ladder of buying a bigger house or moving to a better neighborhood? Or climbing the ladder of buying a newer car, a boat, ATVs, kayaks, big screen TV, the most fashionable clothes, the biggest outdoor grill, the swimming pool, the hot tub. Climbing the ladder to have the best stuff. What about the ageism ladder? Climbing the ladder of viewing your generation as being more enlightened than the generation before you. Or looking down on the generation after you as entitled. Or climbing the ladder of ageism by comparing how you've aged better than a peer. What about the health ladder? Do you climb the ladder of fitness by posting about your latest fitness routine or the fifth marathon you've run? Do you climb the diet and nutrition ladder, explaining to anybody within six feet of you about the amazing diet you're on? Or do you climb the health ladder by comparing your yearly physical exam results to peers who are dealing with health challenges? Maybe it's relationship ladders that you climb, like the ladder of dating a person who has a certain status, or climbing the marriage ladder because, well, you're supposed to get married, or maybe it's having the 3.5 kids, the white picket fence with the labradoodle. Do you climb the ladder of beneficial connection, like only forming relationships with people who might help you further your goals and ambitions? Do you gain more rungs on the ladder because your kids are in a better school, received a college scholarship, are in the gifted and talented program? Or do you gain more rungs because your family family donated money to that organization or flew to an exotic locale for Christmas? What about the ladder of social media? Do you climb the social media ladder, racking up the likes and friends and followers by posting the edited version of your life? 
the perfect vacation photos, the smiling family photos, the I accomplished this photo, the I did this photo, the perfect pet picture, the edited version that tells the story of a happy, I've got it all together life. Or do you climb the ladder of morality, climbing the rungs of what's right in beliefs, behaviors, relationships, spirituality, values, posting and retweeting the truth that others should believe? Or maybe it's not the ladder of morality. Maybe it's the ladder of self-righteousness, telling a friend, a family member, or even a stranger standing six feet away, all the ways they are wrong in their beliefs, behaviors, relationships, spirituality, values. Ladders. There's only space for one at the top. Ladders. One person is always higher on a ladder. Our metaphorical ladders. We climb these because of expectations from ourselves, from others. We climb to compete, to feel we are better than someone else. We climb because we fear we aren't the best. We fear we won't be seen, we won't be heard, that we will miss out. All this climbing, climbing to achieve, climbing to gain, climbing to have more, bigger, best, climbing to feel better or best, climbing to affirm your place in a company, to affirm your place in a relationship, to affirm your place in life. Now let me take a moment to digress and say that like tangible ladders, metaphorical ladders can be beneficial. For example, there is nothing wrong in climbing the ladder of education to further your goals in life, or climbing the corporate ladder to achieve a higher position or greater challenge or reward in your job. There's nothing wrong in climbing the relationship ladder of connecting with or developing relationships with people who inspire growth and push you to be a better version of yourself. And there's nothing wrong in working towards a better house, a better car, a better place in life. But we must be careful in climbing a ladder, careful in our intention of climbing a ladder. Because the rungs of a ladder can quickly turn into shoots or snakes if our intentions are to elevate ourselves above someone else to feel more powerful, to feel superior, to protect one's own self-interest for selfish gain or just to hurt others. 
Some of these ladders are deceptive, like the ladders of ageism, social media, morality. We might begin to climb these ladders with good intentions of understanding or enlightenment, but they can quickly turn into shoots and snakes when understanding and enlightenment becomes judgment, finger-pointing, exclusion, words, actions that hurt others. Let's pause for a moment. What are the ladders you climb? Irony alert, if you think you don't climb ladders, that might actually be a ladder, the ladder of being more enlightened than others. Because the reality is we all climb ladders. So what are the ladders you climb? What about the shoots, the snakes in your life? How do your ladders or even your good intentions sometimes turn into feelings of being smarter, healthier, wealthier, better than another person? Is there any alternative to climbing ladders? Let's take a quick break before we explore how we might look at ladders differently and maybe even turn them into a scaffold. Before the break, we were exploring the ladders of growth and comparison we climb in our lives and how some of these ladders can become shoots and snakes. I mentioned how ladders are only wide enough to accommodate one person. But can you think of any ladders that are wide enough to accommodate two people side by side? Have you ever heard of or seen a scaffold? A scaffold is a plank of wood placed between poles and is many times used in construction work or painting or window washing or sometimes even artists use a scaffold for works of art. Some of you might be thinking, but a scaffold isn't a ladder. It's a platform. True, but most scaffolds have a ladder on one end, which is used to climb up to the platform. Others of you might be thinking, thank you for the lesson on scaffolds, but what does this have to do with ladders or what we've been talking about? Well, let's go back to ladders, specifically the metaphorical ladders that we've been exploring and exploring how they can be harmful to relationships. Harmful because again, they only accommodate one person or they foster a me in comparison to you mindset or an us in comparison to them mindset. Ladders separate us from others. 
which raises the question of how do we keep the growth and challenge of ladders, the positives, while countering the separation of ladders, the negative? How do we use ladders to encourage and strengthen relational connection? We do that by creating more space at the top of the ladder. More space like when you climb the ladder of a scaffold to reach a plank that welcomes more than one person. Let me be a little more concrete. What if you climbed the career ladder with the mindset of growth rather than the mindset of getting ahead of your coworker for fear of losing out on money, promotion, benefits? What if you saw the career ladder as elevating you in your skills and experience so when you reach the plank of the scaffold, you could offer mentorship to others? You could offer a hand for others to join you on that plank. What if you viewed the scaffold of your career as big enough to welcome others who might be mentors or supporters in the work that you do? Or what about the ageism ladder? Other cultures seem to offer an ageism scaffold a scaffold in which the older generation offers wisdom and the younger generation is given an opportunity to share new insights. On the scaffold, age is not viewed as having more wisdom or being more informed. Age is viewed as different experiences and knowledge to share in connection with each other, regardless of age. The social media ladder. What if instead of trying to climb over someone else by posting the vacation that was better than theirs or changing your photo to look better than them? What if we climbed the ladder so we could step onto the plank of real life? Step onto the plank of spending time face to face with that person instead of spending time posting and following faces. What if it was about bettering the relationship, growing your relationship with real connection, rather than growing the number of clicks and likes you get from your posts? What if it was climbing the ladder to reach the platform of sharing the good things in life, rather than competing for the good things in life? Maybe those concrete examples feel easy, or maybe those ladders and examples don't really affect you. But what about the morality ladder? The self-righteousness ladder? Those are ladders every single one of us has climbed. When we climb these ladders, we hang on the rungs of me in comparison to you, or us in comparison to them. 
We hang onto the rungs of all the ways that other person, those other people are not like me, not like us. We hang onto the rungs of separation. But what if we challenge ourselves to climb the ladder of morality and then reach back to help you or them onto the scaffold with me and us? Because that scaffold has space for dialogue and conversation. Sorry, there isn't space for finger pointing or judgment. There is space for curiosity, for discernment, for challenge and growth in your own beliefs and in their beliefs. There is space for building deeper understanding, for building connection. Let me take a moment to add another point, or maybe it's another level to our scaffold. Because scaffolds can have multiple levels or multiple planks. With our metaphor, that might mean at any given time, people can be working on growing together, even if they have different abilities, different education, different experiences, different hair color, different tastes in music, different ages, different beliefs. There is space for everyone's differences everyone's process in climbing the ladder. There is space to be connected. There is space to be on the scaffold of life together. Let's pause again and think about your ladders. Think about how you might turn your ladders into scaffolds. Think about what fears, what mindsets, what stereotypes, what assumptions, what pride, what stubbornness you might have to leave behind to begin building a scaffold. To begin building relationships. Some of you might be thinking this sounds idealistic. Maybe even wondering if there's enough room on the scaffolds for a drum circle and several rounds of singing Kumbaya. Idealistic. An ideal. Isn't that many times what we are climbing for when we use our ladders? The ideal job? The ideal house, the ideal relationship. So why can't we climb for an ideal that provides enough space for us all? Because the reality is we are all human with different gifts and abilities and experiences and beliefs placing us at different levels on the scaffold at different points in our lives. Because if we see them as us, and they see us as 
them. We become connected. If we see them as us, and they see us, we reach down to help the next person up the ladder to join us on life's scaffold. Us and them suddenly become connected. In fact, us and them cease to exist. Us and them becomes we. We are on this scaffold of life together. What scaffold will you climb today? And who will you reach out to help join you on the scaffold of life? Till next time, thanks for listening.